0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Martin Van Dyke Undercovers for April 2022, produced in partnership with the Ann Arbor District Library. This month's interview is with Lenny Kay about his book, Lightning Striking 10 Transformative Moments in rock and roll grandly sweeping and minutely detailed and informed by Lenny K's acclaimed knowledge and experience as a working musician. He's been the guitarist with Patti Smith and the Patti Smith group since its inception. Lightning striking is an ear opening insight into our shared musical and cultural history, a magic carpet ride of rock and roll's most influential Movements and moments. He covers events that happen in Memphis, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Liverpool, San Francisco, New York, London, LA, Norway, Seattle, and last but certainly not least, Detroit. I began my interview with Lenny K by asking what inspired the book? What made him want to write this? Well,
1: <clears throat> I am, you know, a writer and a musician, and I always felt as a writer, especially about music, that my strong suit was knowing what it felt like to be in the band. Um, I I know that for instance, uh, when you make an album, you're not as in control of it as one would think, you know, you're, you're, it's the moment. Um, So I'm just very grateful that I've been able to move between uh, the right and left half of my brain as a writer and a musician. Um, What, what prompted me to write the book? Well, I, I've always wanted to write a history of rock and roll, but the topic is so sprawling, and you know, I didn't want to get off on trying to be a completist. But I, when I looked over at the lifeline of the music, uh, I saw that there were these moments where things seemed to change, where they would evolve, where where all of a sudden something different came about that moved the music's uh sense of itself further um and, and uh, also luckily they they kind of corresponded with my own growth as a musician and a writer uh i was you know really a, way a preteen when i first heard little richard on the radio uh rock's glorious adolescence in the 60s was my glorious adolescence. And so, you know, I've been able to kind of live a parallel life with the music over these many years, for which I'm kind of totally grateful.
0: I love the way you write about Elvis Presley and that magical moment in Memphis at Sun Studio In 1954, my wife and I have had the pleasure of taking the tour of Sun Studio, and I just love how it has been preserved. You really get the feeling of what it was like to be there.
1: Well, I mean, Elvis was the figurehead of rock and roll at the time when rock and roll was being birthed. I often think of Sun Studios, and if you're in Memphis, it's so great to go to Sun Studios because it's pretty much exactly the way it was then. Yes. Um, you know, you go to Cosmo Metasta's uh, studio in New, New Orleans where it was and it's a laundromat where in the back room where they actually the musicians were. It's the uh, dryers spinning <laughs> around. But but son, you can actually imagine Elvis um, being there. And and, you know, I mean, everyone talks. oh, is, you know, is it where is the birth of rock and roll and where does the first rock and roll record? Well, to me, Elvis is a mutation because uh, he was different. He sounded different than anything. He had, you know, R&B roots. He had country roots. He had pop music roots. He loved Bing Crosby. Um, he, he, and, he actually, you know, was, I think of him as a mutation. All of a sudden, like, these musics suddenly coalesce in this one beautiful human with a voice that is supernatural. And the moment when he understands it on July 5th, 1954, to me, is where this music actually has its messiah. And then, you know, it's just a question of, of uh, following the trail through its, 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 quote, transformative moments.
0: I'm so glad that you have a chapter about the city of Detroit and you focus on the year 1969. What makes Detroit so important in terms of the history of rock and roll
1: well, I mean, you know, Detroit as a, as a growing musician was so important to me. I mean, uh, I do believe I wrote the first review of the Stooges record, the debut record, Anywhere. Um, uh, I just, that kind of, you know, sense of high energy and bringing things down to the basics and remembering what music is really truly about, which is the release and the empowerment of the human soul, Um <laughs> Detroit, you know, and of course, you know, the story leading up to the MC5 and the Stooges where you go through Fortune Records, you have to also move through Motown uh, because, you know, that is the sound of young America. But Motown for me is was a more national, group, you know, thing. Uh, you know, the MC5 and the Stooges were definitely down home, and you know and also talking about it with the incredible upheavals of the late 1960s uh, the social changes the political uh, you know battles um what what a tale and uh, you know i i i truly lived it because that was about the time when i first started becoming a musician i mean i had played before then but seeing the example of the mc5 and the stooges truly changed my perspective on what music could achieve and how elemental and uh, it, it it could be to uh, to uh, transforming
0: the human condition. Another chapter of your book takes us to the year 1975 and to New York City. Ah, you, you know that time period
1: very, very well, don't you? Well, that was, you know, exciting because for a person who was always attracted to the Sceneiest energy of a scene, you know, not even the greatest um, groups that came out of there, but the day-to-day uh, social world that that made these scenes happen. Especially, say, for San Francisco in 1967, to see something happen with with a small Bowery bar that I was a part of, as the you know, as the musicians who were clustering around them, looking for something new and embodying it I mean to actually be a part of it kind of uh, flips me out and uh, I have to say that uh, I felt so privileged to witness a scene like that as it grew because it helped me understand these other scenes that because you know everyone you know I'll, I'll go somewhere in the world and people will say to me with a sense of awe what was it like at CBGB's and I have to tell them that it was really just hanging out, hanging out at your local. It it wasn't, you weren't really aware that this was going to be something that would transform the world. This was just a bunch of random, weird bands uh, trying to figure themselves out. And uh, to see how that actually transpired, it it was, you know, it was amazing. And then to watch it kind of get out into the universe um, really helped me understand that, from small acorns. These
0: huge family trees do grow. Thanks for listening to Martin Bandyke Undercovers for April 2022. Our interview was with Lenny Kay about his book Lightning Striking: 10 Transformative Moments in Rock and Roll. This has been a presentation of the Ann Arbor District Library. Good. And I guess that I could, 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 crazy, now made Cause we all gotta do, no. The-